Today we're going to focus on the idea of a journey of Lalos, Basulam Hamadregos, of ascending a ladder. We know we have this image given to us by the Vosholm in the story of Yaakov Avinu, Sula Mutz of Arts of Eroshim Agashamayma. There is a ladder. Now each one of us is that ladder and contains that ladder. We have a ladder, Yaakov Chavonachlo, so we have a, a thread that connects us, so to speak, a spiritual cord that connects us to Rabboni Shalom. But the idea that we are ascending a ladder in our lives, it gives us a framework to pursue that path of growth that we've talked about in the past. So here in the Bayam Darkecha, he has an interesting way of thinking about steps of this ladder. There are many different ways to frame the steps of our ladder, of our growth in Avodah Hashem. So here's one way to think about it. He's talking about it here in the context of tefillah, but it's general. Go to the, it's page Reish Tessayin, Oz Dalad, left column, first word is Vehim. Vehim Dalad Hamadregos Hayesodios Ba'avodah Hashem Yisbarach. These are the four fundamental, basic steps in Avodah Hashem. Naniach, for the moment, let's assume that they are sequential, and they might not have to be, but these are four pillars, four stages. Number one, Kabolas Ol, acceptings. Ava, Yira, and Dvekos, second stage, which you see has within it several components. Third, Hishtokukus, Vehislavos, excitement, desire, aspiration. And then the last one is Bittel. So let's think about each one of these. Each one of these, the truth is, we could spend many, many hours on. But let's think about each one. The first one is Kabbalah Sol. Anytime a person takes on a project, and more specifically, more precisely, as in terms of an analogy for us, as a way of understanding Kafi whatever able, we're able to, klape Hashem, but when you engage in a relationship, the bedrock of that enterprise, and the bedrock of that relationship is commitment. Right? You might be at work, and there's somebody on your team, <coughs> they might be dynamic, they might be talented, they might be charismatic, they might be a good you know, conversationalist, whatever it is that they're, they're good at. But if they're missing the basic fundamental level of commitment to your work, then nothing else matters, right? Nothing else matters. And that's od yoser when it comes to a person's relationship. My Rebbe of Weinberger likes to talk about this a lot when he talks about and reflects on people's relationships. A person can be very capable and they might do the right things from a checklist standpoint, but if they're not fundamentally at the core committed, so then those things don't really matter. Because even when the person does that thing, but the person on the receiving end or the other person in that relationship doesn't feel secure because there's a lack of commitment. So my Rebbe of Moshe Stav, my Rebbe from Yeshiva in Kerbiavne, 
he once made this Bederich Mashal, he pointed out why is it that many people, as some of you are, wear wedding rings. What's the point of the wedding ring? Shalom Right. What's the exactly? What's the shalom bias and the kuda in the wedding ring? It reminds you that you made a commitment. Right? It's more about the commitment than it is about the love, the feeling, the relationship. Because we go through different kinds of feelings. But you wear a ring because when did you give that ring? When was that, what is that ring a symbol of? It's a symbol of commitment. It's a symbol of commitment. So we think about the Rabona Shalom. Of course, the relationship has to be animated with love and connection and interest and growth and curiosity, etc., etc. But if there's no basic fundamental commitment, then that's not a serious relationship. Then that's not serious avodas Hashem. That's not taking the Rabon Shalom seriously. It's just not. It doesn't give you get to first base. So Aleph is the level of Kabbalah's ol. And that's why, before we can have a conversation with Shimon Esrei, before we could talk about Ve'ahavta, how much we love the Rabon Shalom, and Ve'ahaya, how much we're going to observe and accept that the Rabon Shalom says has consequences, and the things that we need to do, there has to be just a basic Shema Yisrael Shem Echad, that's what we call in Halacha, Kabbalah's Om Halchashamayim, that's the first step, that's Aleph. Second step of our journey is Ava, Yira, and Dvekus. So each one of these is multi-layered. You'll notice that he starts with Ava and then moves to Yira. There are two different poles. There's a sense of, like the Rama writes in Yisodei Torah, there's a sense of, <coughs> of embrace, of moving forward, of excitement, of Avram Avinu, of Olam Chesed Yibaneh, the feeling of the love. And then there's the sense of reverence, of respect, of Yira, of backing off. It's, it's an oscillating feeling. On the one hand, when the Rebbe came to Har Sinai, we would have been, and we could have been so overwhelmed, we would have rushed the mountain. And that's why the Rebbe meant to insist, you have to have boundaries. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, the Rebbe says that when we really think in a deep way about the awesome vastness of the Or Ein Sof, to whatever extent we can understand it, we feel like, we can't really... We can't really get started here. And so it's very overwhelming. And then even within the concept of Yira, different elements. There is Yira Sa'onesh. You, you are not going to violate the Ratzon Hashem. Why? Because you don't want to get Gehenim at 450. <laughs> We're going to get something, but we'd rather the 225, you know, warming door level of Gehenim. Right? But that's not... If you're in a relationship with somebody, do you think to yourself... You know, the primary motivation, the real reason that I want to do this for that person is because I don't want them to yell at me. You know, I got to take out the garbage. Why? Otherwise, I'm going to get a zetz. It's true, taka, you should take out the garbage because you don't want to get a zetz. But really, if you ask the person, why do they want to take out the garbage? They want to take out the garbage because if this means something to the other person, then you'll do it. It's part of the teamwork. You know, exactly. It's the nature of teamwork. That's our relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So the... The Yira is also Yira Saromus. It's ideally, it starts maybe as Yira Saonish, but that's not, a, it's not, it's not, that's not a good way to live. It goes back to something we got growing up, and that is that, yes, 
we needed to have some healthy dose of threatening from the Rabbeim, right? We, we, we all got some of that in those days. The fear of God. You know, th- that we got. But the thing is, did we get, did we get also the Yeros Aromus? The sense of, you're, you're in this committed relationship and the Rebbe gives you everything. So of course, we make mistakes, we have a Yetzirah, we fall down, we're Bali Taiva, all the problems that we have, it's true. But the reason to repair that and to re-engage is not because we're afraid that the Rebbe is going to zap us. That's not the primary motivation. That's not the aspiration that we're looking for. We've got to grow beyond that. And where do we achieve the next level? Dveikus, where we feel that constant presence of Hashem. Okay, that, of course, each one of these needs its own development, but we don't have the time today. What's the third level? Histokakus vehislavus. This is not so much in the what, it's more in the how. Two different things, right? What you do for someone that you can quantify. How many times did you do A? How many times did you not? So we can quantify how many times with Davin Shachris, how many times Davin Shachris with Tefillin, in Shul, how many times we said all the words. Those are things that you can quantify. But did you want Davin Shachris today? Were you excited to Davin Shachris today? Did you have a feeling of anticipation? That's a different question. It's a question of the how. The hislavus, the enthusiasm, the histokakus, that might be correlated with an idea called hachana. Right? Think about the different aspects of a mitzvah that demonstrate histokakus and hislavus. One is hachana for a mitzvah, preparation. If it's something that you are anticipating, you know what you do? You prepare. If it's something that you're excited about, you let's say you're planning a family vacation. Do you wake up one morning and say, oh, you know what? We should take a family vacation today. No. If you're excited about the family vacation, you, you planned a family vacation before. You know what I'm talking about. You have to plan in advance. There's a, a statement, I think it's associated with the Heligas Fasemis. Ain't Kedusha Bali Hachana. There's no Kedusha without preparation. When they got to Har Sinai, the Rebbe had them prepare. When a person goes to the base of Mikdash, they have to prepare. They make sure they're tar, what are the checklists, the things they need to do to get themselves ready, what's their status, halachically. Like, it's, it's the preparation that shows the enthusiasm. His Slavos is expressed in, not just in Hachana, but also you could say, in the Eichos mitzvah, the quality of the mitzvah. That's what we call Hidr mitzvah. The Gemara says in Shabbos, you have Tzitzis Noah, Talis Noah. You have a, a mitzvah, you have a choice. How are you going to do it? Are you going to do it B'dyeved? We'll get by. Or are you going to do it with Hidr? Look at the way that the people built the Mishkan. There was so much enthusiasm. They had more excess. And what do we say about the Mishkan and the Mikdash? You don't pinch pennies. And the people came and they were Mahader. The Hidr Mitzvah. 
That's the how. So you can have two people who do the same mitzvah, but one of them does it with tremendous eslavos, and the other does, does it, yeah, meh. Which is why, if you think about avoda, avoda Hashem, where does avoda Hashem express itself most directly? Halachically, it's referred to, the Rabbim calls it, the book is called avoda. That's the, the service in the Beis HaMikdash. Well, the service in the Beis HaMikdash, what does it primarily depend on? It doesn't depend on the what. Lama li rovs of chechem, the Navi says. Hashem says, it's not about how many birds you brought. And it doesn't matter how much the Gemara says in Menachas, how much money you spent. Whether you brought a big carbon or a small carbon, did you have the enthusiasm? Did you have the care, the thought? That's why there's a special din. When you bring a carbon, you have to be there. What are you going to do? You're going to write a check, drop it off, and leave. Literally mail it in. That's right. right. No, you have to be there. You have to be present. And in every, every movement of that milah, present. That's your ishtokakas. Are you excited about this? Are we making a trip to Yushalayim for the Shalosh Regalim? Yira yira. So we're thinking about our own levels in Avodah Hashem. So of course, our first level is Kabbalah Salmach Hashemayim. Then we get to Vahavta, Ava, and Yira, and Tveikus. And then Hishtokakas and Hislavas. It's the Vahaya Im Shemoa on a qualitative level. How are we going about this Tish Mitzvah Hashem? Is it Mitzvah Sanashem Elumada? Is it just mailing it in? Or is there a sense of Hishtokakas, of enthusiasm, of feeling? Right? Someone recently asked me, well, is it better to just have the enthusiasm and not, basically the question was, and not do the things, right? Be spiritual, but without being religious? Or is it better to be religious and not be spiritual? Well, the answer is, it's not about better or worse. It's about doing both. Right. It's about the enthusiasm, the meaning, the connection, the hishtokukus and the islavos of the mitzvos. You need both. You need both. To have that authentic relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu to climb. So what we're asking ourselves is, wait a second, number one, do I really, am I really commitment, committed? Do I really have commitment? It could be I'm not doing everything, but not doing everything doesn't mean you're not committed. It just means I haven't gotten there yet. I'm committed to doing everything. Just I'm not there yet. I'm trying, I'm building one step at a time. Then number two is, do I have Ava, Yer, and Vegas? Do I have a relationship with you? And then number three, the things that I'm doing, how am I doing them? Taka, how am I doing them? Is there excitement? Is there enthusiasm? And then the last level, which is a very deep level, which he talks about elsewhere in the Sefer, which is called Bittol. Now, what does Bittol mean? Bittol means nullification. Now, this could be easily misconstrued, easily misconstrued, to say, they say in Yiddish, Ich bin agurnisht. I'm a nobody. I'm Bittol. It's like Bittol Beshishim. You're one drop of Chazer, of lard in a gigantic chalot. That's not what this means. Bittel, it's almost like the word uh, to, um, well, it is to nullify, but in, in this context, it means to, I don't know if this is an English word, to essentialize, to cut away everything else and to come back to the essence. What does it mean, Bittel? If we could let go of all the distractions and all the layers that we have and come down to the inner essential self of a person, what would we have? Our neshama. 
What is that core? That core is the neshama. Well, bittol means nullifying everything else, letting go of everything else, so that that doesn't exist, and we only exist on the level of self, of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, of the Nitzot Stikdusha. That's the highest level. That we let go of the chatter and we focus in on the core. There's a tradition, it's, also, it's both in halachic sources, it's also in Hasidic sources, that when a person says Shema, they should imagine themselves being Moser Nefesh, literally giving up their life al Kiddush Hashem. Well, how do we imagine that? So one way to imagine that is a person, Rahman al-Islam, being thrown in a fire for the Yichar Hashem. That's a very high level. But another way to think about that, practically when you say Shema, the idea of Bittol is to say that, what am I doing? I'm being makriv, I'm sacrificing, I'm letting go of all of the chatter in my mind, all of the external stuff. That's what I'm letting go of. And all I have left is my nefesh. When a person has that level of bittal, then guess what? Nothing else matters. That's why when Rabbi Akiva got to the end and the Talmudim couldn't grasp, even the Malachim couldn't grasp, nobody could grasp what does it mean that Rabbi Akiva, he was sorkin his besar, he was, he was suffering physically, but it didn't bother him. The Piyasetsu, the Holy Piyasetsu writes in the ghetto, he says that Rabbi Akiva didn't feel tsar. Because Rabbi Akiva was at the level of Bittol where nothing else mattered except for his neshama. And his neshama was shining. And he bequeathed that to the Dore Doros. Now obviously this level of Bittol is the stratospheric highest level of Rabbi Akiva. We're not at that level. But on our level, to ask ourselves, how much are we caught up in the stuff, in the chatter, in the outside? Right? Even once we've elevated ourselves beyond the levels of Kabbalah's Ol and Ava and Yerent Vekos and Ishtokos and Islavos, well, this is, this is the real look in the mirror. How much of our time, how much of our emotional energy, how much of our attention is wrapped up in things that are not the core essence of our neshama? This is a very harsh lens, but it's, it's the most refined lens. It's the goal. We're not there. And maybe we could take a little piece of each of these steps. It doesn't have to be necessarily sequential. It, it's one muscle to use the latter. But we can have If we wait till we have full to move to the next level, I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a fraud proposition. As opposed to saying a little bit of and we'll get a little bit of the level of Ava, Yira, and Tvekus. And then a little bit, we're going to nurture off our Ishtokogos and then Islavas. And then this last level, the level of Bittol. The level of, of saying nothing else matters. What, we're Mavatal everything else. We're Moser everything else. We're Makrav everything else. We throw that all away. We nullify it. And we tap into our inner self. So in a certain sense, we have shrunk down our level of focus we're mocking ourselves to our essential core. But the Sfasemis, the Elegus Sfasemis points out that the, mo- the smaller you are, the greater you are, in the sense that the, the moment you take away all that extraneous stuff and you, you concentrate only on that small Nakud of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then your mom is so great. Because isn't that the Or Ein Sof? Isn't that the transcendent one and everything? 
So we have the capacity to tap into that inner spark of Ein Sof. It's not easy. Bittel, to be mavatel, all of the other stuff, which seems like yesh, is hard. But to get to that level of ayin, that nothing else matters ex- except for the Ein Sof, it's something at least for us to strive to.